and welcome back to my show. I have not been doing many episodes for quite a while now. I came back, took a two-week break again, but nonetheless, I'm back. And this time, I have an amazing guest, as per usual. Her name is Alexi, and she is an amazing Olympian, and she was in the 2016 Greece Olympics, and she's also an actress and a movie director. Hi, Alexi. How are you today? I'm doing great. I'm so excited to be talking to someone who grew up close to where I grew up and who is also interested in some of the things I'm interested in, including books. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I'm super excited to talk to you about all things Olympics, acting, all things um, relating to that. Um, so, um, could you please maybe introduce yourself and give us a gist of who you are? Yes. So my name is Alexi, and I am an Olympian in the 10,000 meters, and that's the longest event on the track. And I am Greek American. I grew up in the Bay Area, and I'm also a writer of two books now, a filmmaker, and many other random things. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. I mean, like. If you're an actor and into writing, it's like a good combination to the screenwriting. There's a lot of things that you can explore from that arena. Yeah, and you know, I caught myself even saying the word random because I was like, to me, none of this feels random. But that's because I'm at the center of it, right? Like I'm the one that's doing them all. Um, and I think I became aware of. The different ways that people see you versus how you see yourself, right? Like, yeah. so yeah. how do you manage your time between, like, you know, home stuff, like you know, like your own personal life, plus your writing endeavors and your Olympic stuff? That's a really good question. So there's always a north star. There's always a thing that is the number one priority, generally speaking, in my life. So for a while it was the Olympics, right? Or for a while it was uh, other things, you know, before the Olympics, and then it became the Olympics. And everything I did fell under the category of, you know, of priorities where that was number one. And so. Sleep was super important, for example, and it was almost like I imagine a tree, like a pine tree or a Christmas tree, like a triangular tree, where the Olympics is at the top, and everything I'm doing needs to fall under that canopy. And that doesn't mean I didn't have fun, and it doesn't mean I didn't take breaks, but it meant that it generally was leading me towards that north star. And now, you know, the, the north star can shift, and it could shift frequently. It could shift infrequently. Um, but my life now, the North Star is is different, right? And so, um, and so I think that was the first thing I wanted to say is just that I always know what the most important thing in my life is, and the other things, the artistic things, were fitting in in between the cracks of the athletics for a while, and and now more of both. And you asked about balance, and that that is really. It's a challenge for me, and I rely strongly on a calendar. It sounds so silly or simple, but I really do lean on like a basic Google calendar for things. And I also try to know every day when I'm able to shut off 
I'll be done with work, which sometimes is a lot later than others. Um, so it's about, I guess, just staying organized and then being kind to myself when I can't do it all in one day and say that was good enough for today, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's just about self-care, making sure you don't overwork yourself and that you are giving yourself the time you need for yourself and not like for work. I feel like, and like calendars and stuff, like Google calendars are the best tool ever, especially for students as well. Uh, any students listening to this episode right now would recommend using calendar or any kind of calendar. Like if you use a Yahoo calendar, that's good too. Just any sort of calendar is good because it gives you like a way of figuring out what you're doing or if you don't want that and you want something more like in person like something can hold it to stuff and get a diary and then most of you have a few pages of calendars you can use that or you can go to amazon and thrift stores and they have like these um wall calendars that you can get and you can write on those so that'd be great too um, are you someone do you like checking the boxes on your calendar are you like a tactile do you like to touch the cat like write on a calendar or are you more of an internet an online calendar person for me i i have actually in my room i have one like a touch one and then mm-hmm. i also have an online one calendar. so basically kind of use both so like i kind of like put it in my online and then transfer it onto my desk calendar just so that i have it near me and if i do not have access to the computer for some reason or anything like that i can just look at it oh, that's good that's great yeah um my next question for you is you have like creative projects like you know like as I said earlier like you're acting and screenwriting and all of that so what inspired you to do that alongside your love well for me the the creative work was always you know writing was always my strong academic interest and I and I like I like I liked school growing up. I liked writing. I liked performing. And I always saw running as a performance, just like the artistic, the like acting performances, because I, you know, when I think about it, you're trying your best, you're wearing some kind of costume, you, um, you're doing something sometimes live, like that you can't really, you know, in, in film, I guess you're editing things later, but in, in like in theater, you're just up there and you're doing it and you might you might mess up. So there's you have both of them. They also balance each other out, right? Like in in running, there's something awesome about if you put in time, you're gonna get better. And also it's simple. Just keep moving, you know, unless you're injured, of course. Um, so I enjoyed going from one to the other. And I feel like I am part both of those things. Yeah, I think it's good to have like, a bunch of things that you're good at, or at least like you know you want to like pursue. Partly because like it creates like a dynamic in your life that you can use. Like example, like if writing is not working out, you have a second thing that you're good at, and you know that you'll be able to. And then you can always like keep like manifesting or creating new things that you can do, and think about like various activities like apart from those two things for example like let's say you don't know how to play the piano but you tried and you actually like it then that could be a new thing if the other two things does not work out for me as well I just kind of like try a bunch of things and see whatever sticks and the ones which don't I just either leave it or maybe try building more 
Uh, so what you're saying is you like trying different things because you don't know what your future is, right? And you want to open yourself up to different possibilities. Is that is that yeah, kind of basically you... because like you know um, you may have something set for like for me I want to become like a singer songwriter and like you know like you kind of are already are a singer songwriter you're singing and songwriting but to take it to professional level. It's kind of tough because the media industry is super like competitive. You need to do a lot of things to get in. So I think it's like it's safe as well to like you know try different things, see what you like. Maybe you might like something, might um uh, like you know um like something more than uh, the other thing, and then you might just like you know your whole career path could change. Right, and it. I mean, it also is. What I'm hearing from you is you're kind of accepting that. Not only are you maybe out of control of some of your future because you don't know what you'll be able to do. You're saying the world is a challenging place, which it is, but also you might grow into someone who finds uh, something that you didn't even know existed just by trying other things. And I always approach, I feel like there's two approaches to like what you pursue in life. There are the things you think you want or the things you want and that's kind of like the things you write on your chalkboard or your whiteboard or your journal and then there's the opportunities that the universe or the world brings to you so somebody calls you one day and says hey do you want to go skateboarding with me or something like that and you would have never maybe thought about it for yourself but if somebody gives you that opportunity to have space in your life to try things that the world brings to you i think is such a beautiful thing as well and to have both right because like just knowing that the things out there that you may not know, like the wedding, there's uh, singing, dancing, playing the piano. There's like a lot of things that you obviously no one's telling us or telling you to do like every single thing. But it's not impossible, but like, you know, it's not like something you might want to do. But like, you know, trying a few things, maybe like to set goals and be like, this month I want to focus on this new thing. This month I want to focus on that. So that way you're kind of, setting aside time for each thing instead of like slumping and like over like you know putting a bit too many things on your head mm-hmm. yes and um and knowing you know that it, you know what's interesting about what you're saying is you're like we're kind of talking about evolution right of like who you are what you're doing evolving in one specific craft like you said and setting aside time and priorities for it but that you know that change is also really it, it's really painful and hard right like it's hard to grow um and I think that's something I've been interested in because it's so easy to be told chase your dreams and like you know glamorize it in a way where it, it ignores the very real reality and not the bad reality but that it's hard and it's it's a beautiful painful process um and and I just wanted to acknowledge it because I think to to make to say that it's all all easy is is not accurate but that the challenges can be sensations and not threats right like you could see growth as something that's hard and evolving is hard but but good and like exciting and adventurous kind of like the way Alice in Wonderland seems to navigate yeah, absolutely. Wonderland, where she's challenged, but she's going through the. Yeah, I think, like, you know, like, all the things you've said are very true. I mean, like, it's always, like, you know, like, 
it may seem easy, but actually it's in reality hard. And I know it's hard to like you know accept that. But sometimes like you know like maybe like it might be easy to someone else, but then for you it might be hard because you've never done it before. But I think yeah, it's just varies from person to person. Totally, totally. And there are some things we learn when we're younger that are like, you know, we're taught some some way to see the world, or and then there are other things we learn by experience, right? And it's always such a balance of trying to like learn all that information and also trying to like get it from a mentor or a podcast or a book or all those places. So like I mean like everything is like you know in its own way it's like um, you know put together. My last and final question for you is: If you could create a movie about your life, who would be the lead character playing you? That's such a lovely question. Um, let me think about it for a second. Well, you know, I think it's very relevant for me to say to say Maya Hawk because she is uh, she's a little bit younger than me. I guess we don't really look alike, but she has this um, curious personality. She she wrote the foreword for my for my new book, Bravey, and um, I think she is like determined and vulnerable and flawed and strong in equal parts and would be such a wonderful person to act in that role. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Thank you so much for taking off the time to like, you know, be on the show and talk about, you know, everything that you do. I had lots of fun, you know, talking about all of this. Um, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. And I can't wait to share Bravey with you. There's a lot of Bay Area references, of course, because that's where I grew up. And I hope you keep the dream that you have. Your singer, it's a singer-songwriter dream, right? Right now. And I hope you find is that that you want for yourself, and also the things that you don't know now, right? Absolutely. The great, the beautiful unknown. Thank you so much. Um, do you have like any um? place that people can find you online? Yeah, people can find me on Instagram and my name is just Alexi Pappas. A-L-E-X-I-P-A-P-P-A-S. Perfect. So everyone who's listening to this episode, I'll put um, all the notes in the um, show notes and you can have the links and what we talked about. You get an idea of what this episode is about. Thank you so much and this is the end of the episode. See you all tomorrow. Tomorrow we have another interview with a special guest. So stay tuned for that. Thank you so much everyone and have a great day.